Hello, everybody, and welcome back to episode nine of Backstage Ballers. I'm your host, Ross Kogan, and in this episode, I'm joined by Harrison Kime, owner of Graham Time on Instagram and longtime supporter of Ballers Nation. Welcome to the podcast, Kime. Thanks, Ross. It's good to be here. Yeah, we've been definitely talking about this for a pretty long time, so it's happy. I'm pretty happy was, that I can it's actually, been, yeah. Yeah, it's been long overdue. Um, mm-hmm, so just to, just to preface this real quick, everybody, I say kind because we've been friends for a little while now. Uh, we both go to the same university, University of Maryland, and we both run basketball-themed Instagram pages. So there's a lot uh, going in our lives, uh, going on in our lives that are overlapping. And this podcast is going to be extremely useful for for advice for smaller pages or people looking to embrace their passion in the sports media industry, just like you and I. So I'm extre- I'm extremely excited to be back. Had a little bit of a transitional period, but now through that, and we are back on the roll. I got an episode releasing today, one on Friday. So let's get into the interview. Definitely. To quickly lay the foundation, what do you plan on majoring in in school and what profession are you kind of focusing on? Just tell us a little bit about yourself. Yeah, so as of right now, my plan is to major in marketing, and my goal with that major is to take that into something sports-related. So uh, my goal would be a career in advertising, maybe working for a professional sports team or a sports company. List me so, your top three professional sports teams right now. If they were to offer you jobs, which what would your top three sports teams be if you could work for? Well, I mean, it would probably be my teams, the Knicks, Mets, and Giants, just because they're all pretty big market teams close to home. What would be, your, be, number, what would be your number one team, though? I feel like going to MSG every day would be pretty cool in the city. So Knicks. I'd probably go with the Knicks, even though their front office isn't really. And who knows, maybe by the time you're hired, the team will be a little better. Yeah, hopefully. But I also think a company like Nike or Under Armour or Adidas, like one of those would be pretty cool. Just like those advertisements trying to get that target market. Right, that's still targeted towards athletes, you know, in the sports realm. Mm -hmm. So you run Graham Time on Instagram. Now, Devontae Graham is not a Knicks player. Doesn't play in New York. Um, he's on the Hornets. How did that come to be? Is that just because you feel like he was a player that was on the rise and you thought that there was potential there? Um, well, yeah, that was definitely part of it. And as you mentioned before, we both go to Maryland together. That's how we know each other. But before Maryland, when I followed college basketball, I kind of supported Kansas. So I knew who Devontae Graham was through that. And when we were deciding what to make this account into, because I was interested in running a social media account like this, and you thought that we could easily convert another account into a big fan page like right, this. Right, right. We both decided that Devon Digger would be a good player for that, and it's worked out pretty well, honestly. So I feel like it was definitely a good decision. Also, since I had previous knowledge about him, it definitely helped. So how do you see running Graham Time? How do you see that as helping you pursue sports marketing and business in the future? Is it just like the experience aspect of it? Yeah, I feel like this account really does present an opportunity in the marketing industry obviously not in a business way but in like a social media way in the sense that creating a post i have to figure something out that's unique while also being informational and putting together content that people will want to see while also getting the message across and not making it too wordy or too complicated right to get the most engagement that i can i feel like that's a big part of marketing and appealing the account as a whole to a target market as well as the business aspect to it i feel like communicating with other accounts and doing collabs and that kind of stuff i feel like that involves working together with other people which is definitely a big part Another of marketing part of the, you know going into that industry now i gotta say and this should mean a lot too and this is one thing that i've really noticed with your account specifically your followers the community that you've built is just more passionate than i've seen other accounts your size i don't know what it is I don't know if it's like, you know, something to Devontae Graham that has all of his fans just raving over his content 
or if it's just the way that you run the account. But when we've been on live streams together, there sometimes there, you know, we have maybe, I don't know how many more times of followers than you do, but there could be times on live streams where half, more than half the followers are from your page. Yeah, definitely. I feel like my responsiveness in the account is a big part of that and like connecting followers to each other and connecting myself to the followers. That's definitely a big part of why a bunch of my followers talk to me a lot and just DM right. me like different posts and that kind of stuff. So, but I also feel like there's definitely a group of individuals like who respond to the account and like and comment on everything that I just like I've gotten pretty familiar with who like are big supporters. So they're like people that I'll see on the live stream, like I'll know instantly that they're from my account. So that's like, it's good to see. Right. That's good. And it's good that you remember the faces because I know that, you know, it's personally one thing that helps in building connections. Um, yeah, definitely. People like that. So you recently hit the 2000 follower mark. I noticed congratulations on that. Yeah. Thank you. Um, so that means you've already, you know, just like we touched on, you've built already a small community of Devante Graham fans. What about his game sticks out to you? Like, where do you see his future just from, you know, speaking from a solely from like an NBA perspective now as a basketball fan? Yeah. So I kind of feel like he's a guy who has really unlimited potential and that his career could honestly go anywhere from a very high ceiling to like, the level that he's even playing at now. Right. I really I don't know like, what to expect, to be honest. Yeah, and Very I like cool. I kind of like taking this risk. I just feel like he's a simple, down-to-earth player, and people can relate to him. He is a very public person in life. He, he has an Instagram for his dog. He has right, right. stories of him in the car, like that kind of stuff. I just feel like he's very relatable, and his game is also very exciting. It's like it's like why people enjoy watching Curry so much. Like If you're a Hornets fan, you go out, you watch Devontae take, I think he averaged nine-point-something threes a game this year. You go out, watch him shoot. He's also had one of the highest assist numbers in the league, so he's a playmaker too, obviously. I saw His you highlights compared, are pretty good. I saw you compared, um, like, Devontae Graham's second-year stats to Curry's and to Clay Thompson and to Damian Lillard's, mm-hmm. and all the numbers are, like, right up there the same, maybe except for shooting splits. But, I mean, that's just something young players have to work on naturally. Yeah, when I posted those, I made it clear that, like, I'm not comparing these players' careers anyways. Like, I know that Devontae Graham will most likely not be Steph Curry. But I right. just feel like every player in the second year of their career is at the same status, no matter how good you are. And I feel like connecting with, different with players' With very numbers, few exceptions. There's guys like LeBron yeah, exactly. James that will bring their team to the playoffs their second year. but Yeah, but even a guy like Curry as he is now, he's in the same standing on that team as Devontae is now. So I just feel like... 100%. I just feel like watching their development and seeing that potential, like not even regarding the surrounding players, because there's obviously more talent around certain players than others. But I feel like just comparing those numbers is pretty interesting to do just for the followers and for myself. So what would you say is your favorite part about running an up and coming theme page or just having to, you know, having a role on Instagram outside of just posting about your personal life? Yeah, so I feel like it's kind of a new identity and just like a way to connect with a whole new group of people and just something to keep myself busy. But the part that I really like is just as my followers have probably seen lately, is just creating new content and new ideas and just testing stuff out that. I either like or I think the followers would like so just things like that what just like new types of content or yeah so like two days ago I put out like like to see which Devante Graham you are and I did like I think it was six or eight different pictures of Devante one was like play calling Kansas uh throwback that like kind of blew up I'll tell you I'll tell you from personal experience and from people that I've spoken to which is the craziest thing that I like refuse to believe people refresh and wait to like a pic to like the picture so that they get the the right outcome that they want yeah that's true yeah like i i don't know that just seems crazy to me like it doesn't mean anything but i mean it's just 
internally it's a better feeling knowing that you got throwback Devontae versus Kansas Devontae? Yeah, and also like the fact that I feel like any any post can lead to a different opportunity and you don't really know what that opportunity is going to be or who's going to reach out to you until you make that post. So I feel like just being aggressive and posting stuff, like even if you don't know how well it's going to do, can really lead to someone DMing you that could lead to a better opportunity and a new thing for the account. So I feel like that's also an interesting part of running an account like this. So you talk about taking risks and would you say, listen, you're a page with 2,000 followers. I go into my live stream, we're up to 92,000 now. And there are times where unfortunately we only hit like the, 16 to 20 live stream tuning tuner inners mark mm-hmm. how do you feel about live streaming is that a risk you're willing to take even if it's just with yourself not with the bigger page Yo, know, i mean as you know because we've we've live streamed a ton in the past right. and most of the time i do go live it ends up being with you during last break i know i live streamed alone a lot and i want to start getting back into that again but i really like it just because i feel like getting to know the owner of an account that you're following and looking at their content makes it a lot more relatable and enjoyable right, it's more personal and exactly and you and mike are doing a really great job of getting like your personal accounts in there like with bars nation and putting that in your bio right. and promoting that just to create more connections between you and your followers like regardless of how big your page is so part of what i like the most about the account honestly that does relate to live streaming like at the end i'll say dm me like if i ask me any your, questions if like about myself something yeah yeah, even just about personal life. Like, I was talking to another kid last night from New Jersey. He's like, yeah, I'm from here. I'm from here. Right. And I'm like, yeah, like, I'm from Jersey, too. That's awesome. Because I think people yeah, fail so to realize that, like, we're normal people. Yeah, exactly. And, like, any business, honestly, relating back to the business aspect, I feel like one of the most important parts of any business that you could have is that, like, personability and just relating to your customers or followers or whatever that means for you. So... So definitely essentially you pretty much you pretty much answered my next question. How do you see live streaming uh, as that plays a role in account growth? And I guess that's just because it becomes more personable and people like that. Right. Yeah. If you just create connections with your followers, people want to talk to you more. People want to like your page more like even if they don't love the post, even if they don't agree with what you're saying, like maybe they'll throw in a comment, they'll throw in an extra like, they'll show their friends. They'll be like, yeah, there's really like I talked to this kid. He's pretty nice. Like he knows how to run the account well and he's doing a good job. So like you guys should follow it too and just see what he's posting. So if I was someone like you, but haven't maybe, you know, maybe just started out my account, haven't been working on it for months now, uh, mm-hmm. there's, there, there would be a few things I would want to know. And I feel like one of those is how much time I would have to be putting into my work, to my account, to building it, to making it grow, reaching out to a wider audience. How much time per day would you would you say that you spend contributing to your account? Yeah, I think it really depends on the day. Like in a time like now where there are no games, it's just kind of coming up with ideas. I, I just talk to a lot of other accounts. I make posts. It really forces you but, to be creative. We'll say that. Yeah, exactly. I, I didn't really know what I was getting into when I started this. I had an idea, but I didn't know like exactly what it would consist of. But I spend a lot of time on Instagram like every day, like whether it's on my personal or on gram time, like more than I should probably. But I'm a part of like a bunch of account group chats with like collabs and making collab posts and that kind of stuff. But I definitely I don't spend too much time on it. I just feel like if you have an idea and you can grind it out, just and get make it, a post out of it, it done, post it. Yeah, I feel like most of my time is not spent on like creating the actual content. It's just on like making connections and that kind of stuff, and which is important for, and... for for an account your size, definitely. Yeah, exactly. So I would agree with that. And then, so probably just a few hours a day, honestly. One more thing I would I would say is that I, I was talking to Michael about this for a while. 
is that if you mm-hmm. want growth or you want your post to succeed, whatever that means in your mm-hmm. definition, you need, I, I say 80% of success comes from the idea. So a lot of times, especially in a time now, like you said, where there's no games going on right now, 80% of your success or the success of your content is going to come in, you know, sitting down and taking the time out of your day to think of an idea, not even, you know, working on an editing app to put something together. Mm-hmm. And that follows my next question, which talks about potential in terms of other fan pages or for people that are trying to, you know, maybe give this a try and creating their own um, basketball theme page. Are there any players? I mean, cause this is extremely important. You can't just, you know, creating a page for, you know, create a page for somebody that there's little market interest, you know, that there's a little, you know, just a tiny market for, I don't want to call anybody mm-hmm. out in specific, but you know, there's tons of players that are just not great fan page bases. So who are some players that you feel have some potential in terms of content creation or for fan pages? Yeah, we mentioned this like briefly on the live the other day, but I know some of the people that are listening to this probably didn't hear that, but I just feel like it's important to take a player that you actually have interest in rather than somebody who you just like are being forced to make content in because it's not really going to be interesting doing research and figuring out stats and that kind of stuff and post ideas. But I feel like you have to take somebody, I know Charlotte's not the biggest market, right? but you have to take somebody who goes under the radar a lot of the time. I feel like somebody who's not really recognized that much. And you also have to see what's already on Instagram. Like when I went to make this account, I know we did research in how many other accounts there were and there were probably a few but once I started like making this and growing it I really realized like how much everyone else who made these accounts was missing out and how much potential this actually had and the thing I I feel like like Devante is just like that one exception to you know uh, Charlotte Charlotte being a smaller market because he is a most improved player candidate and he gets a lot of attention uh, from the media for that and for being this player that came out of nowhere and is now succeeding on a team Mm -hmm. regardless of the market size yeah a lot of my followers are also like kansas followers and kansas fans so i feel like the fact that he went to kansas definitely helps just because that's a huge basketball market college wise but back to the question about like which players i would recommend i like i actually kind of thought about this a little i feel like a guy like deandre ayton would have a lot of potential see i you know what i think maybe in all my time that i spend on instagram which mind you is a lot and way too much i think i might have seen one deandre in fan page maybe yeah, I found one last night when I was, like, I was doing a little research. It only had, like, 600 followers. And, like, I was thinking, like, Rui Hachimura, maybe. That's probably a good one. I know Washington basketball is not a big market, but Washington well, in general is a big market. It can be a big market and, if they're good. Yeah, I mean, if they were good. Like, look at the Capitals. It would be a different story if they were right. good. But I feel like a guy like that maybe would be good. Just, like, a couple ones that I... See, my recommendation... I like Aiden, though. Yeah, my recommendation for people is especially now with the draft upcoming and you know no professional or you know competitive sports going on right now i say maybe Mm -hmm. even pick a rookie somebody in the upcoming draft class because i'm thinking in terms yeah i meant to bring that up actually in in terms of content and you know what you'll be able to output you'll be able to put like content for um what team does this player fit on their draft profile uh, a post for strengths, a post for weaknesses. Yeah, college highlights. Like oh, yeah, exactly, stuff. college highlights. Um, how you feel that they fit in with other teammates or other people, you know what I mean, like on specific teams. Yeah, that's a big gamble. Like, But if it works out, then you're going to be huge because if you pick a player who you know is going to go in the lottery probably and you start early now and get those followers that could have been following another account, if somebody made it earlier, then 
you're really like a few steps ahead of the game because once they do make it to the league and if they do become good, then you're going to be miles ahead of everyone else who could just be considering making an account. Once also, they like you just got to hit the jackpot. Like I'm sure nobody made it down. <laughs> nobody made it down to the Mitchell fan page before, you know, when he was drafted that low in the draft. Yeah. Same with Devontae Graham. I mean, like he was drafted 34 overall. So that's like second round guy. Like most people probably didn't think to make a Devontae Graham fan page, like right when he got drafted in the second round, other than if you supported him at Kansas and like really wanted to take a gamble. I agree. So, so just to wrap it up, I want to know, I like to ask about if you have any future plans or anything that you want to tell people about that you maybe are, um, like a different venture you plan on um, taking up or something that you want to try in the near future. Is there anything you want to mention in terms of something you're going to try out, expand to um, anything you plan on doing? Yeah. So, so with the account, I've been thinking during this break when everyone's home, my main goal recently, as you can probably tell by like anybody who like analyzes my post Mm -hmm. patterns and like what the real goal of the post is, I'm trying to increase fan interaction as much as I can. And I've also been trying to get some, players to notice the account also which has been like my main goal the past few days as i've just been like tagging them a lot and trying to get people to tag them and i think that's, cool, like that. that's a good that's like a uh, good way of uh you know it makes for good content that's what i'm trying to say yeah i've been like very lightly considering a jersey giveaway but i've been more seriously considering a, a card Ooh. giveaway like because i've been talking to a card account who's willing to give away a few cards but I'm, I think I'm going to wait until the whole pandemic is over to, like, be shipping things yeah, around and I that agree. kind of stuff. On a more – yeah, on a more personal level, I've been thinking about starting, like, a basketball blog or maybe even a podcast just to – I feel like I'm confident in both those skills. And that's, like, I want to do something that has to do with, like, communication and that kind of stuff. So I feel like that would definitely be a good thing. But not associated with Graham. Right. Like, I mean, I would obviously, like, promote it there and try and get it to grow a little. But I feel like just for a more personal – hobby if i do have the time for that i feel like that would also be something fun to do and i mean i'm never going to try and shortchange the you know the effort people put into building things and maybe listen it's so late in the game and i talk about this with so many people it is so late in the game trying to start things on instagram so the fact that you're out here like you're being smart about it you know your podcast isn't going to grow solely through instagram your blog wouldn't be run through instagram i assume Right, right. Yeah, I'd make so a website for that. It's, and like it's good to expand. And, yeah. Websites are perfect because you can promote them anywhere and there's no competition. Once a person's on your website, they're staying on your website. So I really like where you're going with that. Um, if you want my recommendation personally, I think, which I haven't seen anybody do, is like rather than a long form podcast like this, I think if like a daily recap in terms of like basketball news or or something and rather you know maybe people don't like the visual aspect and they'd rather listen to somebody like that you can do like a you know i don't know what you would want to call it but like a 30 second a day or like a minute a day that would that would succeed yeah i'd have to figure that out in the off season though maybe like because there's not that much off season news every single day it's more like weekly and what's going on with free agency but i like that you're definitely heading in the right direction Mm -hmm. awesome so i appreciate you coming on to the podcast um You yeah, answered all my questions perfectly, actually, and I uh, really enjoyed having you on time. So we will keep in touch. I will see you later. Follow Definitely Graham. follow Graham Time, guys. Thanks for watching.